Hey, this is Alex with Bass and Brews. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it. is up you wonderful folks it's bass and brews uh, yes paul you're interrupting already yes paul <laughs> why you got to be muting my mic during the intro nowadays what's up with that because you consistently talk over the intro and then i've either got to slice it in post or i leave it in there and listen if there's one thing we're known for it's professionalism so i mic you now or i mute you now so you can't fuck it up that's that's really disparaging because I'm not even talking over anything. Yeah, but you can hear you talk. You ruin. Anyways, I'm Alex with Swamp Rat Fishing, my co-hostess with the mostest today. He's busting bass. It's Paul. Paul, how are you today? I'm wonderfully wonderful. How are you? I'm great. Uh, we've got a lot of firsts happening uh, with this episode, uh, but before we get into it, as you guys know, me and Paul were both proud members of Hook Set Hoodlums. The uh, <laughs> Yeah, you still miss the hoodlums part. Like you get the hook, the set, and then I... <laughs> <laughs> anyways, you guys should head on over there. They should have the fall line. I talked to Wild Bill uh fishing, uh, and they should have the fall line coming out in the next week or two. So head on over there. Um, we'll have two discount codes. If you want to use mine or Paul's or uh or anybody else's, there's like nine thousand of us hoodlums now. So uh what we should do is like a roulette wheel, and then uh, whatever team member it lands on, we promote that discount code for the week. We could do that, except I ain't making no wheel. Okay, no wheel for you. All right, um, you can't do a wheel on your whiteboard and then uh, like a, a magnetic spinner thing? But I can't even draw a crooked line on that whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today we talked about first. So today... We've got Ramon outdoors. Not only was he my first guest to Bass and Bruce, he was the uh, the the test rat, so to speak, to see if we were going to keep doing this. Uh, but he's also going to be our first returning guest ever, which I think is really awesome. Um, it was great to have him on as the first guest. Push through. He's a great guy. If you guys don't know him, you can find him on Instagram and on YouTube. Dude's going to be huge soon. He's got a master plan. We're going to dive into that tonight. We're going to talk about some uh, some do's and don'ts when it comes to fishing social media. Why uh, you guys listening, if you're not on board with it, you should get on board with it. And then uh, on the don't side, we're going to talk about some uh, faux pas you should definitely not do uh, to make sure that you're not a scuzzy scuzz bag. So before we get started, though, let's bring Ramon in. And uh, we got a special announcement when it comes to our beverage cracking today. 
Ramon, what's up, buddy? What's up, man? How is everybody? Ramon. Well, yeah. it, it, thank you so much for coming on, man. Like, like I said, you were my first guest and now the first uh, returning guest, which is awesome. Pump. And, pump. Uh, it and looks now you're going to be here. It, it, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it, it's been, uh, I think that, I, you, you know, it was, oh man, like a couple weeks ago. I kind of wanted to be like, all right, where, where do we start from? And I listened to that first episode with you. And man, you were so good that first episode. That was sex shit. And uh, hopefully I've gotten better. And hopefully uh, you stay the same. Otherwise, it was a bad choice to have you back on. Hey, maybe we'll flip. You never know. <laughs> it was it was episode one, season one, three episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, like we talked about today. With that, season eight, episode seven. Now we oh, are in. Uh, we're in season fourteen point five. We're going to do a Game of Thrones. We're going to start doing half seasons. Oh man! In between there. <laughs> All right, uh, Ramon, are you uh, joining us for this uh, beverage crack? What do you oh, have? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm a little basic. Don't don't really do IPAs that often, so I got myself a Blue Moon. And to make it even more basic, it's the mango wheat. Nice. <laughs> those are actually pretty good. I like. Yeah, those they're pretty ones. good. Are you pouring that into a wine glass to drink it tonight? <laughs> no, but I should have. Now that you're saying it, I should have got like some fancy like champagne flute. Oh yeah! Well, listen, oh, my God. you still have time. <laughs> listen, I'm gonna get up and probably go pee at least twice. Tinkle, it's get, tinkle. I gotta get a popsicle out of the fridge at some point. I can't reach it, sit, so it's okay. <laughs> listen, we have no here. room to talk, Paul, because uh, for the first time ever, also on this show, in honor of Wild Bill fishing, I know uh, he is a favorite target of this podcast. But me and Paul, we're both drinking White Claws tonight. Oh man! Ain't no law with the clock. You got the surge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a little. You're not bit. sleeping I'm... tonight. No, no, I'm gonna sleep really good. No, no. The surge <laughs> just means that it's eight percent alcohol. Oh, I thought it meant it was mixed with like some energy drink or something. No, no, it's just got uh, twice the alcohol. <laughs> Cheers, right, boys. Yeah. Oh, perfect. There we go. Bill, this one's for you. Love you, buddy. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Hey, did you see that koozie that I sent you, Paul? Total side note. The koozie that says and I, I forgot. Dude, I'm gonna send you some. My uh I'll uh you know what? That's probably there it is. It says ain't no laws when you're drinking the claws, and it's a oh, beer yeah. koozie. My wife yeah. found these on Amazon a couple or Amazon a couple of years ago and bought like 20 of them for like 10 bucks out of control. Tell me I've got, why. I've got a couple different um other brands of of seltzer uh drinks and self and another brick you'll see but i got some sayings for them too they may or may not be original but i just thought of them to the night so if i did steal them from somebody it was pure tea fucking luck i promise <laughs> so, so i have a question tell me why wild bill has not made a shirt yet to to go along with his white white cloth upset listen man I can't believe you said it on podcast because normally what I do is me and Ramon. Um, and again, if you guys don't follow him, hit him up on Instagram, all that stuff. Me and him, I think we met like six months ago. Like chick chat. Earlier this year, yeah. Yeah, it, it was pretty early this year. I think mm-hmm. it was like right after I got on Hookset too. But uh, me no, and Ramon talked. Oh, it was before Hookset. It was before. Yeah, it was way before. Mm-hmm. So we talk all the time about fishing, social media, YouTube, all of that stuff. Also, he has got some of the best ideas. And what I do is I normally just steal those ideas 
regurgitate them back to hooks that like I came up with them and I'm a genius. So now that you said, how come Wild Bill doesn't have a shirt? They're going to know that you're the actual mastermind behind all my good ideas. Hey, man, sometimes the secret sauce comes out. <laughs> and, and now guess what? Ramon is like 45 minutes from me. Yeah, I know. True. And so I'll, all I got to do is get him down here. So when going up on Sharon Harris and get him in the kayak and we can go fish. Let's do it. Hey, you but have that spare right kayak, now, man. You have that huh? spare kayak. Just tow them around yeah. in your old kayak. Well, I, we're going to have to do that because to, to look, I ain't fun to fish with, Ramon. I'm going to tell you right now. Some people know this. I ain't fun, really fun to fish with. I have a good time, but most other people don't. And <laughs> I'll all go and no woe. So, like, I'm four and a half, five miles an hour when I pedal. And, you know, so we'll figure something out. I'll probably put a road oh, yeah, for sure. where we need to go. And then, you know, we'll, we'll have a good time. And then after that, uh, I'll tell you ass back. But we, we got to get together and go. I mean, we're right here. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So, social media. And so, so just the general topic here is... <laughs> And uh, me and Ramon have talked about this a lot. I've actually tried to make this YouTube video a bunch, and it just doesn't feel right doing it by myself. So I was stoked to have you on today about it. And it's kind of, I want to talk about like why we should, all anglers should maybe kind of embrace the social media thing. I think there's a lot of good can come of it. Um, So when did you start getting on Instagram and kind of really digging into it? So a little background and I think we covered this in the first episode, why I created the, mm-hmm. the Instagram handle and then the YouTube channel. The Instagram page came from my personal account just being bombarded with like fishing stuff. Like it was fishing and hunting, fishing and hunting. And I could tell people were like, okay, we get it. You know, we right. don't really care <laughs> for this. So I was like, all right, I'm going to make a separate one. And I think it does two things for most people. One, it kind of eliminates all that, you know, that that friction that you're going to get from from you know family members and friends who really don't have any interest in it. They're like, okay, cool, you caught a fish, but it also makes it easier for you to connect with other anglers, with other hunters, other people who are in the outdoors, because instead of sifting through like baby photos and and food pictures and things like that they're gonna see your catches your lures your your bow and archery setup whatever it may be they're gonna see it excuse me so yeah so one thing if anybody's not watching the video go go take a peek at it ramon looks like a 65 year old man right now with his glasses on it looks like he's got the little looks like he's got glasses (laughs) coming back Secondly, I, sure secondly <laughs> I I listened to this to y'all's episode um, actually before I, I even uh, knew had met Alex. I don't know how or why, but I did. And you said that, and I'm sitting here thinking about mine. Like if you go look at my Instagram feed, it is a hodgepodge of all kinds of of shit and craziness, family. <laughs> bees bread barbecue fishing and that's how mine's gonna be and you either gonna follow me or you're not yeah. but you know it's that's that's what it's gonna be and the reason that i kept it like that one i was at like 500 followers 
<laughs> it's like starting over. But secondly, I and we'll probably get into this about the content creation again. Like, I don't want to have to damn po- keep up with two accounts. Oh no, and like, and I that, I completely yeah. agree with that. And for example, I try to post regularly on the outdoors one. I posted for the first time in months on my private one because you, for my private one is what I've done with the private one is I've been more selective about what I'm posting. And what I mean is I'm only going to post like things that, that kind of have an impact for me. It's more for me. It's less for, for the rest of the world. The outdoors one for example, you're not gonna see my kids' faces on it. You're not gonna you're not gonna see anything I don't want people to see. You know? Yeah, I'm an open book, so they're gonna see all mm-hmm. my shit on there. It's funny. I'll make a post about bees like a reel mm-hmm. and my, my bee reels and my dog reels get some of the most views. Dogs yeah. eating cabbage, killing yeah. it. And um <laughs> Paul cracked the code. I'll have some people follow me that are dog, you know, I look see they dogs <laughs> and bees and shit and like Three days later, they go. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. That ain't my the people I'm after. But so, mm-hmm. so I, I, I think with I all think this, I it's important. Happy medium, right? For, but 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 you kind of oh, yeah. had a thought with it, and I know Ramon's had a thought with it. So I would say, like, kind of maybe the first tip for folks, if you're gonna do it, especially for Instagram, would be like think about kind of where you want this to go and what you want it to be. Um, if you do want it to be like a hodgepodge of your life, like Paul has it, by all means. But if you want to focus it down more, it takes sometimes it takes a little bit of discipline not to add the other stuff. I mean, you can still add it. Like I throw stuff up my kids, yeah. but I only do it on my story. I don't really yeah. do a post of it. I do it on the story to show like a behind the scenes look behind Swamp Rat. People, mm-hmm. if you're not watching, I'm using air quotes, right? Because all this is building a brand. Like if you do it that way, if you're doing straight up nothing but hunting and fishing you're building a brand on it what do you got there oh you got that truly stick i got a truly popsicle and we're gonna be unruly on the truly (laughs) (laughs) so i would say tip number one is figure out what you want to do are are, are you trying to 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 build a brand out there are you trying to just solely uh do hunting or fishing or do you want uh, a mix of all of it yeah and and i think that's 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 the key for a lot of people just figure out what you want to do with it like for Paul, it, it, it makes sense. Paul's dying on this truly thing. You're going to make it, Paul. Brain <laughs> it, it, it's, you could go either way. And th- there's no right or wrong way to do social media. There uh, depends. But, <laughs> but, there, th- but as long as you're doing what you want to be doing on social media, then that's, that's mm-hmm. really it. My, 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 so I've little little kind of behind the curtain i've been doing this for years for other people i've been helping them build their brands i've been helping him them build businesses around their interests their hobbies things like that and my first piece of advice is when they're first starting out is make sure that you're creating content that you like before anybody else because if you don't like what you're putting out and you get zero likes or zero followers, zero subs, whatever it may be, you're just going to be pissed because you put so much time and effort into something, yep. and it just fell flat on its face. Listen, so, I think that goes with all of it. Like, even – so let's move off Instagram for a minute, YouTube. So, like, case in point was I used to do unboxings on my channel all the time. 
I stopped doing them. I hate doing unboxings. I don't like doing it. I don't really watch them, but I was like, oh, that's a, a good way to get views, this and that. But it became a chore. It became, oh, I got to sit down. I got to do this work. I got to unbox this whole thing. And I, I just stopped doing them because I like none of this should be quote unquote work. Like you shouldn't dread to kind of have to do any of this. This is supposed to be fun. I mean, there's a little bit of a work side to it, but this is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be a way to get out there. But I think you also have to put into the fact that you you need to do what you want to do and make it your content. But yes. also, if your goal is to grow your channel, you still have to do things that get people to watch your stuff, right? Subscribe mm -hmm. to your channel. Yep. And you know, listening to some folks here recently talk, you know, some of them talk about some of the biggest views they get is them walking around Bass Pro Shops. Yep. Just looking and talking about shit on the shelves, and I and, think, and then the minute that they start fishing, <laughs> it starts going yeah. down. And, so and I, I mean, know exactly what you're referring to. That's uh, uh, Larry Melton Jr. Yeah, Larry. And yeah, he was, he was on, on the on the Burley Fishing. Uh, yeah, Bur that's right. Burley Fishing. That's right. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that, and then he, you know, I mean, so and even he talked about that. Is you know. Um, oh, um, Burley Fishing talked about uh, on maybe maybe might not have been their last episode, but the episode before one of the last two episodes, I can't remember who it was they had on, but they were talking about putting stuff out, and they also talk about they create these epic fishing videos that are going to kill it, and then it does shit, but you know them doing an unboxing has thousands of views, but yeah. it's also why you see a lot of people, and I'll take this from a beekeeping standpoint the people who show themselves as new beekeepers and you following along and learning get bunches of views because there's a yep. shit of people out there that don't know shit about beekeeping. And so they go right to the new person learning how to do it because mm -hmm. it's real. Like this is the same problem I'm going to run into. Yeah. And, and, and to that point, I think it comes down because I'm, I've been watching Larry. Larry's one of the first YouTube channels that I subscribed to when I started mm -hmm. trying to pick up how to fish. And and I think with Larry is that, specifically to him, his personality is different when he's shopping. He's cracking more jokes. He's having fun. And not to say that he's not having fun when he's fishing, but once he's fishing, it, it, it's almost like his personality changed. I think he's focused on the fishing. Mm. And, and that brings you – that's a good point. Like, you – to get people to subscribe to you, to get people to follow you and watch you, you kind of got to provide some kind of, like, value. Well, either mm -hmm. you're funny, you're good-looking – a combination of the two, or you're screwing up a lot, or you're 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 hitting those trends, the the you know the challenge videos that we all like to dog on about, or what have you. But the key is, you got to provide something to to get that view because what what we're really doing here is asking for people's time. Mm -hmm. That's the key, and you got to make it worth that person to use that time. I saw I was I forget who I was talking with. But they were talking about, um, they were saying like, oh, I only have this many subs and, and on YouTube and we're, and it's not a big channel, blah, blah, blah. And I think they were somewhere in like the, the thousands. And I was like, that's 47 school buses worth of people. <laughs> think of that. Yeah. 47 school buses. That's a ton of people. And all those people may not be giving you their time at that point, but they are giving you their time and that mm -hmm. that's kind of the key is is find out what you do like 
I follow a ton of people on Instagram who do skits. And I tell you this, one, uh, uh, Alex, all the time. <laughs> I, if I did skits, I would be doing this. I would be doing that. Because yep. they get views. They get yep. views. People watch them. I mean, you can ride that trend wave. But skits aren't my thing. It's not the whole purpose of my channel. Mm-hmm. And, and if I started dipping into something that is not kind of like the core of what I want to do, then I have an audience over here that's just completely isolated because they're following me for skits. You know, be right. funny, funny man, be funny. Right. And I'm like, yeah, eh, that's not me. Like, some people might think I'm funny in my videos, but the whole point of my videos is to kind of see me go out, try and do something. Either I'm successful or I'm not. But the worst worst case is, if I'm not successful, I've kind of learned something from it. All joy drinking the Bond boy. He's going through. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> I think that's uh, uh I, I want to circle back to the skits thing because we we've talked about this at great length, and I, and I think it's a good point is to especially when you're early on, whether it be YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok. I guess those are your major three, right? I think it's really important to kind of figure out your direction. We already talked about that planning, but then sticking to what that direction is at least for a set of time to let it develop. You're, you making one post or doing one video isn't going to blow up instantly, right? You've got to give it some time to let those seeds grow. But um, when you just do short form video and short form video only, right? And then you are confused on why nobody's looking at your long form video, realize that you tapped a different audience. You're trying to go outside of what you built your audience on, which yeah. is that short form. And for anybody out there, I mean, cool on you. You're, you're, you're making awesome videos. I've been playing with the last couple months, TikTok, right? If you guys are still on Instagram, only doing Instagram reels, you are really missing out on that TikTok market specifically <laughs> because Instagram will not pay you. They keep talking about how they're going to do a creator fund. They don't have one. TikTok pays. Yes, TikTok does pay. They do have a creator fund now. So all you you guys that have that great short form content, like you really are missing the boat on that side. Is it a whole different market? Absolutely. But I think it's a market that's here to stay. And we really need to, to folks, especially if you're in that short form, man. There's a lot of really good short form content guys and oh yeah Tons. and i feel and, like they want to get paid for it right and the only other mm-hmm. option would be youtube right well youtube has uh youtube shorts but you're not going to get paid on those you're only going to get paid on long form they they do have a fund now for youtube shorts. oh they do have a fund okay yeah they have a, a youtube shorts creator fund but i think you got to be part of the partner program and it's it's a set amount of money that they're giving to all creators so they're like here's yeah. some money for you here's some money for you here's gotcha. some money for you Okay. It, apparently, there's already been like reported payouts, and it doesn't pay as much as like you would think. You're, uh, I mean, if you look at shorts, I think one of them I saw it on a YouTube video. Um, um, so a short had somewhere around like 10 million views, and they got paid something around like 500 to a thousand dollars. Gotcha. So that's is, not. I mean, it's insane it's good. for that many views. Right. Right. But if you think about it, like. You know, that's money that they didn't have. But this is a huge channel who's already getting tons of regular views for their long-form content. And it's like 
for that channel, it's peanuts. And 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 that's a big thing I think still is is you still have to hit to be in that partner program. You still got to hit your thousand subs, your four thousand hours. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna do that off a funny skit. And maybe that's not your goal. You can set whatever goals you want on this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But but to be shocked when nobody goes to your YouTube where you do a fifteen minute video when your whole your whole scheme is built around fifteen second funny videos. It, I think I think it depends too. It really depends on how your short form translates or how different it is from your long form. Okay. Um, I'm about to go real obscure, but there is a YouTube channel out there with like a million something subs right now, and they started as a shorts channel. Okay. And they hit a good amount of views. Their shorts were were killing it. They started on TikTok, moved over to shorts, and they were getting, you know high amounts of views, 100,000, 200,000 million views on their shorts. Then they started long-form content, 100,000 views on their oh, wow. long-form content. The shorts were this person at Subway making sandwiches and telling a story over it. And then the long-form content was just a longer version of that. So still <laughs> making sandwiches, still telling stories over that. So it was, hey, you like 15 seconds of this? Well, here's 15 minutes. Right, right. But that fits in, right? That, exactly. That, that mm-hmm. fits your, so, but your, so your, really, your brand circle. Yeah, you, can so also, really, you can also do it the other way. And I took this from being very active on LinkedIn is you take a long post on LinkedIn and then you either break it down into segments before the long post hits mm-hmm. or you take it and you hit it and then you break it down into these small segments and what that does is the small segments, you know, depending on where they are and how they go, might hit people that then go to the long and vice versa. So, right. you know, you can yeah. do it both ways, um, which I guess the shorts now is just real is very new in general. So, you know, from a LinkedIn perspective, we used to make and by long videos, I mean, three or four minute videos mm-hmm. and then take 10 second clips out of them. And you would post those throughout and it would always read. You'd always have a link down in the bottom in the comment section to the long post. And so it was just a way to really pick. I mean, you might get double views. You know, you want somebody to long that still watches a t- the 10 second mm-hmm. attention span part mm-hmm. of the social media. Like I'll see people on Instagram that I love their content and I like their pictures and I probably comment on them. But if I scroll down and see a fucking story in there, like I'll read the first couple sentences to see if I can make a worthwhile comment. Otherwise I just like that shit and move on. Like I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not reading. You're not a three fire emoji guy. Huh? You're not gonna drop three fire emojis in there. That's yeah, no. I drop a shitload of emojis. I still talk. That's me. I drop tons of emojis. Yeah. I'm I, almost I, forty. I love emojis. Sometimes I do both. I don't yeah. discriminate. But um, you know, just in the in the scheme of things, I don't want to read. I don't like long shit. I yeah. want to watch a short little quick video. You know, I'm driving a lot, so I can't. But you know, just that's just me. I, I you know. I'm like a like a fucking squirrel chasing a loose nut. No, yeah, and, and and to circle back your your thing about making long form and then breaking out pieces of from it. That's what I. That's how I use shorts. That's how I use reels. I have milked every last bit of a video that I filmed <laughs> in like March or April. Right. And mm-hmm. I I think I came out with like 
three or four different short videos out of it just because I was able to like squeeze all that. And, and in reels, it did okay. In shorts, it doubled my subscribers. Listen, guys, Ramon Outdoors is like the YouTube fishing shorts master. He's put in some work. You could do a master class on that because you have, you have, we, me and you have talked many hours about it. We started a separate group to start telling some other guys to help expand out that, uh, that tester base. And you have got that dialed in. Yeah. And, and and the reason I started it was one, like I said, I've been doing this for a while. So for me, like if you're making good content, making good content is one thing, but getting right. it out there, getting it discoverable, that's the other piece. Like, <laughs> in fact, t- this morning, it's funny because you're stealing, you don't know this, but you're stealing a lot of uh, amateur anglers thunder right now. I don't know when yes. this is coming out. Friday. So actually, like, oh, okay. yeah, amateur anglers, first, yeah. but nobody watches that show. So tomorrow it's kind of a similar topic. <laughs> it's kind of a similar topic. And like the, the thing is, you really got to hammer down on, on what you want to do. And, and then once you've created that piece of content, like create the best piece of content you can create, you got to figure out how to get it in front of people. Because posting right. it online, especially like, like you, you know this, you're on the water videos where you're just fishing. Those are the yep. hardest ones to get in front of people because we don't have the high reach. We don't have the, the, the Googans, <laughs> high amount of subs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, go ahead. No, you finish and I'll go. And, and, and you you really got to figure out how to optimize, not to use buzzwords, but how to optimize it so that you show up. Because you, you know you're putting out a good content. You're putting out the best product you can make. You're confident. You like it. You're confident other people are going to like it or find something in it that they can take away from it. Now you just got to get it in front of somebody. And that is the hardest part is getting it in front of someone. So what I like to do is I pay attention. I like to experiment. I did, you know, I think like three weeks straight of posting like two to three YouTube shorts doing different things, tags in the tag field, tags in the description, tags mm-hmm. in the title, combinations of that, uh, um, posting times, things like that. Uh, all that just to kind of see how I could consistently get high amounts of numbers and for me you know i at the time i was sub 100 subs on youtube and i was getting thousand two thousand four thousand views on my shorts and that just kind of like blew me away once i kind of figured like like now if you were if you like make a short and get over a thousand views for me it's now like all right bet i can do that i can do that in my sleep because i kind of figured out the formula how to get suggested because if you see how shorts work in the YouTube app, you click on a short, it plays through the short, and before you even have a chance to think that, oh, it's over, the next short is up. Right. And the next short is up because it's fed through an algorithm. And as soon as you kind of figure out, specifically in shorts, how to be that next video that comes up, you're going to get that view. And getting that view may get you that sub. And what I've started to see now is because I I would say like I pay attention to my analytics more than I should. <laughs> my shorts videos are now getting producing views directly from a short to, <clears throat> to the a other side. Video. Well, and that's you're... that's great, man. That's what you want, right? You want that that exactly. short form to drive the long form. But and I didn't want to make it sound like before, like just because you do short form, you can't do long form yeah. or vice versa, but you want them to play. You want it all to create 
uh, like a bike spoke, right? Where the hub is whatever your main thing is, but you want everything else to help feed that hub, all your different mm-hmm. spokes to drive to one. So that's exactly kind of the dream there, that short form to draw what your major goal is, which is YouTube. Well, I think there's something to say about YouTube pushing the reels since they've implemented it to everybody because they see, not the reels, the shorts, because they've seen TikTok and then they've seen the the Instagram reels mm-hmm. and they, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe these 30 and 45 minute long form YouTube things are kind of not going to be as relevant in the next two years as the shorts for what's going on. Maybe. um, I mean, I think it's different strokes for different folks. Yeah. You know, I think um, one of the previous episodes, you guys were like, who the heck still uses a blog? Yeah. But I mean, my day (laughs) job, my day job is, is, is helping people make a living through their blogs. Right. You know? So, yeah. But you know, I mean, uh, Yes. I think we're coming at that from like a fishing perspective. Hey, man, I I, I read those. I read. Uh, yeah, I don't. I can't. I, Dude, I, need I, to, I, I need have to a have magazine. Audio. I have a magazine subscription in 2021. <laughs> uh, uh, what is it? In Fisherman. Oh, I'm trying funny. to get. I'm trying to get all as much yeah. as I can. Well, and on the fishing part, talking about you know, in general, it sounds mm-hmm. like I don't post it, but just listening to people talking to people. The fishing, the actual on-the-water fishing videos are the hardest ones to get the views. Mm -hmm. Am I correct? Yeah. yeah. All right. So one of my favorite fishing YouTube channels that I started watching back in like 2014 or 13 is Kayak Catfish. Man, we need Kayak Catfish to pay us because you plug that channel at least once every episode. That's He is my idol, and here's why. (laughs) Here's why he don't really edit shit. Like there's is he has a 2010 intro with the 2010 stock YouTube intro music, and you know so. But here's the thing: he he posts anywhere from 20 to 45 minute videos, and he's like 116,000 subscribers. Quit his job. That's all he does now. There's one thing that he does, and a couple other fishing straight fishing videos. One, he's strictly, he's not strictly, but mostly catfish. Okay. So that's a very much smaller demographic oh, that yeah. he's catering to, right? He's, he's more of a niche than bass fishing. Yep. But what he does and why he's, he's good at his commentary. He does a little bit of education. He's not overly like, uh, he's not overly extravagant and, uh, you know, uh, he's, you know, anything like that. But he catches big ass fucking fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you catch big fish, you're always going to get views. Big fish, and people want to see somebody on a kayak catching fifty and sixty pound fish, and he does it on a regular basis. And but so, what you do know, you do? So, so what does the creator do then, though, to get those views if they they can't catch fifty to sixty pound catfish? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying though. But even if it's bass, yeah. so if you're catching eight and ten pound bass like guys in Texas and California, people gonna watch your shit. Mm-hmm. Even if the stuff they're throwing, you would you could never throw in you know in Florida or, right. or whatever it is. I mean, but you catch big fish. That's the entertainment side of it. I get, but that that's the thing is like I'm just talking about this. 
I don't, I've got a YouTube video. I post some shorts. I probably need to do some other shit. But anyway, I'm talking about this as a viewer, not as a yeah. content creator. Sure. I'm talking about as somebody who takes in and has really no yep. game in the, in the, in the content side on that. Like I, I watch a lot of fishing videos on YouTube and you know, some of them, if it's a specific lure that's new to me, I want to listen to or a technique or something like that. But I mean, honestly, I watch kayak catfish almost every video it puts out because you get big ass fish and it, to me, it's entertaining. I mean, yep. but no, it, yeah, and that, and that, also and doesn't that. Put a, you can tell he doesn't, there's no, there's not a lot of production in his shit. Mm-hmm. He literally goes out there and does it. I, I say that he does a lot of stuff. I'm not trying to discount that, but it is not flashy at all. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the key right there. You watch it because you want to watch someone catch big fish. Yeah. And, and I can tell you out of all the YouTube channels that I've subscribed to over the past, like specifically fishing YouTube channels that I've subscribed to over the past year, I probably only consistently watch a handful of channels. Like mm. they upload, I'm watching it that yep. day. That's and, right. and that's because one of two things. I like their personality mm. and I like what the type of fishing that they're doing. And, mm. and that's, that's strictly it. From a viewer side, um, they're, like, like, I don't watch unboxings. I, right. I just don't watch them. I don't either. I don't As, give a shit. Especially these like huge extravagant ones where it's like unboxing like five hundred dollar you know order of, of tackle. Like for me, it's like all right, that's cool. I'm not gonna sit here and watch you unpack things. But somebody out there will. Like there's there's this whole space <laughs> of no. unboxing YouTube channels where that's all they do. They have these like super high end like five k eight k video cameras. Mm-hmm. And they have all these beautiful cinematic shots of a, like a cell phone, and people eat that up. And, and, the, and that's the thing from like a viewer side. Peter McKinnon has made a whole career off of doing exactly that. I mean, just taking 4K beautiful footage of mm-hmm. him unboxing something or doing a card trick. Literally watched him because I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. I watched him <laughs> unbox playing cards, and it was the most gorgeous cinematography. It was crisp. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. And then he opened it up, and I was like, "Man, those are just playing cards." Okay, exactly. But just the thing is, my time. <laughs> the, the thing is, you give that man a cell phone, and just say, "Film the same thing on the cell phone." It's still going to be good because yeah. it's Peter McKinnon, right? Because it's entertaining, <laughs> right? No, he, he's an entertaining guy. I mean, he he, is. He, I think he's got his background in like uh, in like uh, uh, magic, is because that's why he does all those like hand things. He yeah, that's where he started. And a lot of that has to do with charisma and, and being good in front of an audience. And he has that. Like, my whole content creation process, I'm about to throw a name from, like, the early 2000s. It comes from Casey Neistat's format. It's cutting out things that you don't need that doesn't drive whatever the story or narrative is for that video. If kayak catfishing was all of a sudden adding some stuff that isn't him fishing it would kind of slow down the pace of the video for you, wouldn't it? Well, he, well, yeah, and he does. So he's done mm-hmm. some gardening stuff. Mm-hmm. I ain't watched none of that shit. Exactly. Now, now three years ago, I would have watched it because I had a big ass garden at my house, mm-hmm. but now I live in a fucking town home in a golf course community with, with, uh, with illegal beats. Yeah, there you so, go. You know, I ain't, I ain't gardening. 
And, Illegal bees. And so you know, kind of bees. Get that. <laughs> it, but he but he knows that. But he's also gotten he's gotten some people on his channel mm-hmm. from doing that. Um, yeah. And, and what they, I mean what yeah. I mean by that is like does he do like a lot of B-roll, a lot of cinematic B-roll and stuff like that? If he started doing that of like leaves and like the sun poking through the through the tree and stuff like that, you, you probably wouldn't. Is like who the heck is this? this isn't a kayak? Cat yeah, people. Well, yeah, yeah, he wouldn't go watch his. He's country Tennessee, so he ain't he ain't got time for all that shit anyway. And I mean, he'll tell mm-hmm. you, but. I'll tell you what, that's uh, th- that's huge because when I first started, I loved guys like John B and these guys that would do these like very almost like cinematic ones. That was my enjoyment was like I felt mm-hmm. like I was there. That is something you have to kind of learn how to do and you yeah. got to learn how to edit it in there. If you look at my early stuff, man, I've got like 20 seconds of staring at a bank with trees. <laughs> and I was like, yo, that is dope. And it's not. It's boring. And I was like, but don't worry, I'm going to put hip hop over the top of it. You're really going to get into it. And and it didn't work. So I had to learn how to like cut B-roll to very minimal, very minimal, just enough to bring you there. Alex, what was one of my first pieces of feedback to you when you were like, hey, what do you think of this video? I think it was like cut the B-roll. Like it just gets to the point. It was cut your intro in half. Mm. You're right. Because there was that one and it was a really long intro. Like my intro. Yeah. It was super long, and you were like, hey, you got to cut that shit. And and lately, if you look at the videos, like, I don't even do an intro. I've decided just to go intro-less. Mm-hmm. No pants, no intro. It's 2021. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, you know who I think really does great B-roll is, is Slab Dynasty. Oh, yeah. yeah. They mm-hmm. talking about B-roll. And, and and to be honest to everybody, all of our, all of our tens of threes and fours of <laughs> listeners out there. <laughs> They've probably all dropped off by now. <laughs> no, maybe we'll see. No, no. In, in forty-three minutes, they usually drop off, and Alex starts slurring his words because they already think I'm slurring. Because most of our viewers <laughs> are Yankees. Because anyway, regardless, I it's like it wasn't but like six months ago I learned what the fuck a B-roll was, and I had to go Google it. <laughs> yeah. Slab Dynasty does amazing stuff yes. with their B-roll. It is mm-hmm. awesome. And another one that's less known in North, North, another North Carolina fish is a lot of falls, Ramon, is Jamie Hegarty. Okay. So go follow him because he's on falls a lot. He creates some really good shit. That's all him. Um, but, yeah, Slab does some really good B-roll mm-hmm. with theirs. I mean, they intermix a lot of different things into theirs with the B-roll and the good fishing mm-hmm. and the personalities and – they they have a they have a very unique channel I think and and I've seen Slab Dynasties and I watch occasionally you know some John B fishing videos even his older stuff right. and what they do well with their B roll is it helps push the video forward instead of right. distracting yeah it's so, like adding to the next mm-hmm. scene it's yeah, your middle spot exactly yeah. like and if you what, see yeah, if you see what, me put any B roll on sorry. yeah sorry. <laughs> if you sorry, I keep talking over you. Well, you no, I'm put, talking over you because I talk in my hands and I get excited. Me too. We're gonna have this problem a lot. If if you see me put any B-roll in my video, it's to transition. So any of the B-roll you see, uh, one of my usual shots that I have used in the past is like the rods leaned up against the car, and you see me pick up the rods and go. And once you see me do that, 
the next scene is either me fishing or me talking as I'm walking to go fish because I, it all serves a purpose. I don't have time for that shit fishing. Like I, I, <laughs> I like I just I can't do it. Oh, another one. Um, uh, Greg Blanchard is a is a super duper does a lot of those shots like that. I mean, but I can't look, man. I just I. Ramon, I've got hours in trips upon trips and fish upon fish in the GoPro cloud right now. I've heard. <laughs> hours. Such <laughs> a disappointment. I've got hours cloud? of comedic value in the cloud? camera of me getting stuck in trees and shit like that <laughs> and throwing shit in the water and fucking standing up and hollering at birds. I mean, all kinds of shit. But you know what? I, I, for you, I have not made time. That's just for you to make it happen. So I'm I'm encompassing all the excuses into I have not made time to make it a party to make this shit happen. Man, it's just for you. It's just for you. That's just for your memories now. No, it's not because I won't ever <laughs> fucking watch that shit ever again either. <laughs> I guess that's why it's in the cloud. And if I edit it, if I edit it, I'm only going to go to the edits where I see a thumbs up, go back five minutes, and then that's it. I mean, you know, I ain't going to do it. I might one day, but I ain't ever going to watch it just for fun. Fuck that. I don't have, you know, I know what I fucked up on that day. So keep track of the shit I lost. So I think with all we're talking about, I don't want to like spook people away because this is what I think would be like the, uh, the higher end of doing all this stuff, all this content creation, using social media, right? You could still use these platforms just to make connections, network, make, yeah. meet people. Absolutely. This is heavy on the content creation side, right? And that's, uh, <clears throat> I've got something stuck in my throat, but that is like uh, on that side of it. I don't want, you don't have to you do that either. either. Like you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to, I can't even finish. Oh, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you just remembered who Daryl was. I didn't. Yep. Nope. I got it. Daryl. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> go ahead. Take it away. I got to take it. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. I will scare people away from wanting to do it. But if you go look at my Instagram reels of my fish, I, I'm, I'm fucking naming fish. And I love it. And I, I you see the camera. The you fish see name my it is amazing. Toenails. You see the painted toenails to where I flip the camera. I name it. I let it go. You know. And, and it's quick and dirty. And I'll tell you, like for me, that has helped. That is like, I that has helped me reach people that enjoy that. They'll ask me every now and again, "What would you call this one?" Or somebody will send me where they named a fish. That is super. I mean, the, the videos are fifteen seconds or less typically, and it it has gotten it where I've got a lot more engagement on those than anything else I post. I get that engagement from people, and especially new people that have come on. And since I've started doing that, you know, I've gotten more followers. I've gotten a lot more engagement. But, like, there's no editing. Every now and again, I might drop the phone or some dumb shit or, you know, but it's it's one take, too. Every now and yeah. you see me sit there for, like, two seconds with a blank stare on my face because I'm trying to think of a fucking name because I've run out. Well, but, I think that's really important. Oh, you just took away. You just took away like the illusion. I, the in veil. My mind, in my mind, you had like a little name book in your vest <laughs> that you catch, and you're like, "Do you look like a joke?" No, you don't look like a joke. He's got little pictures written. Like he scrolls out what like a Joe Bass would look like. I I do have I do have a list of names. <laughs> he does. No lie. 
before I go fishing, but when I get when I get there in the truck, before I get out the truck and I start start unloading my shit, I go through the names that I might want to use that day, and I try to remember about ten off of my list. There you go. But when I mean, the shit actually happens, you know, you get all excited and shit. Oh yeah. Like, oh fuck, we're gonna call this one Joe, and thank God nobody's going back and seeing. Of course, I do. You know, I'm country, so sometimes I'll add Big Joe or Little Joe. Or Joe Bob, or you know, Jim Bob, Jim Bob. I think all of that is important though, because what you're saying. So we did talk about we talked about for like 20 minutes, right? About how grand, cinematic, beautiful footage, <clears throat> super planned out, thought out. But and sometimes it's just Paul being kind of a jackass, which is super entertaining. That's what people want to mm-hmm. see, and there's nothing wrong with that. With not again, there's. I don't want to push because I have talked to some people who are like, oh, like I, I have a thing on Instagram, but I don't ever post anything because it's either people got these really like over the top reels or these like really beautiful photos. And I don't know how to do that. Well, this all comes like we all uh, most of us didn't know how to do it when we first got in. Right. But there's still a niche for just like straight up realism. There's still mm-hmm. you engaging because you engaging, I think, is the biggest thing. Like if you're one of those Instagram lurkers engaging is 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 awesome because that's what it is like i've met both of you guys that are on here right now i met through instagram and that's just engaging Mm -hmm. on posts right like and that's how you can make all of this actually super fun i get to you know we talked about it in depth last episode how, how grateful i am for all this but this can all happen for everybody you know what i mean you can literally just keep commenting on posts that you like and usually the creator's gonna comment back and you keep doing it, then you might get a DM of like, yo, bro, where are you at? Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it it's like, yeah. it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's like normal conversation. Just, it doesn't always have to be about like, yo, how can I become pro staff? How can I yeah. uh, get 9 million likes? How can I uh, get sponsored? Like, it doesn't have to be all of that. It is what you want to make. If you just want to sit there and have fun, obviously everybody wants to make money fishing and making videos or taking pictures right but realistically it's probably not going to happen for most right so treat it treat it as fun then like you don't have to get super in depth now you can and be like ramon where his it 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 was really like i didn't know how to tell him but his wife texted me and was like hey you got to tell him to stop leaving the analytics screen just up on the big screen all day just scrolling what i go to sleep to every night man it's just youtube studio sitting on like a ticker (laughs) tape like all the way through like one view two views like like you don't have to do that now if you want to like i mean me and ramona i do that too i'm always on youtube studio like oh what's this And i like looking at the numbers that's just the person i am It, it wouldn't have mattered whether it's fishing or anything else i like that number crunch side of it yeah um, but I don't want to scare people away. I don't want to like think that people think that you have to have all of this, right? No. Like, yeah. And, and, and it goes back to like what I said, you kind of got to know what you want it, what, mm-hmm. what you're using that account for. Mm-hmm. Are you using it because you want to build a brand? Are you using it because you just want to connect and see other people's like fish catches or the deer that they hunted? Or are mm-hmm. you using it? Cause you just want to lurk when, before I created, I like, if you, if it, all the people that I have followed on my private one my personal one there's a huge overlap in, mm-hmm. in the people that i'm fi- that i follow now in the outdoors one because i was following them before just you know talking to them asking questions because they're the experts right in the, or, or or 
you know, know way more than I do in terms of hunting and fishing and stuff like that. So I'm asking a ton of questions. And then eventually I was like, you know what? This is something that I do want to do. And it kind of evolved. And that's okay. That's why I created this one to kind of separate. And then as I was doing it, I was like, let's see if we can do a little bit more with it. And, and as I got more focused and more into it, I'm like, okay, this is something I could do. And it, it's it's that it goes back to what do you want to do this for? Yep. Do you want to just do it for fun and hang out? And if, you know, you pick up, you know, a few sponsors along the way and that's cool to just to help like supplement your fishing tackle addiction. That's great. If you, if you're trying to do something serious with it, that's also cool too. Or if you just want to have fun and, and make fun of Alex for calling out Mike Iconelli again. Listen, you know, you can do that whoa, 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 let's not bring that shit up or I will come to the screen and choke <laughs> Alex with smoking Listen, ass boys, co-hosting ass. Out of respect for my co-host, I will just say, bring it, Ike. I'll beat <laughs> you up any day. Um, so now that we covered why everybody should be doing it, and you definitely should be getting involved in all of this, right? This helps build these communities, these friendships, all of this. I'd like wait, to talk wait, wait, about... Wait. Be- before yeah. we move on, I want to say one thing. Yes. The reason why I went to the internet is because I had no fishing mentor and no hunting mentor. So if you were in the position that I was, mm-hmm. that is the biggest reason why you need to create an account so you can start connecting, start getting that information because that is how I learned how That's to a really good point. how to how to even like put together a fishing rod and that it's not a fishing pole, it's a fishing rod. So yeah, and and here's something that so like I I won't tell the story, but you know I had a, a a big hiatus from fishing uh-huh. before I got back into it. And in this lens to what you're saying is YouTube university. Mm-hmm. I would, I would just throw some bullshit number yep. out there that probably 70% of people going on YouTube are going on YouTube to fucking learn how to cook a Turkey, how to cut yep. up a deer, how to clean a fish, how to catch a fish, how to get a stain out their carpet, you know, Mm-hmm. So that's why I think a lot of these channels that have a good education standpoint to it do really well is because people feel like they're gaining knowledge through that YouTube channel. And that's why I think some of them that fish and educate and by educate, I mean, might be talking about new lures or certain, mm-hmm. you know, how to use lures and stuff like that. But, it's the education. I mean, you, you hear it, YouTube University all the time. And I'll, I'll go, like, if I see something weird with my damn bees, I got some mentors now. But it's the same thing with you fishing. I grew up fishing. But 10-year hiatus, I didn't know what A-rig was. I'm like, what the fuck? What is this shit? <laughs> I mean, you know, there was a big, there a lot of shit happened in, in my hiatus. So going on there and learning stuff is, uh, better yet, you're going to fish a lake. Yep. What are you doing? Get that intel. Kayak fishing, kayak <laughs> competition fishing right now. A lot of new people getting into it. They want to travel all these regional and national tournaments. They ain't never been to Gunnersville. What are they going to do? They're going to go look at every damn, everyone yep. they can find. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And from the education standpoint, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it's the like it's it. the number two most, the second most used search engine. Yep, behind mm-hmm. uh, behind Google. Yeah, behind yeah. Google. And the funniest thing is you brought up that you went to go look up like some intel on that area. The first uh, 
fishing-related search that I did was trout fishing in New Jersey. And it took me to 609's fishing 609 channel. 609, man. And I took all the information he gave in that video, which is solid information. Mm-hmm. But this genius right here tried to go trout fishing in the summer in New Jersey. <laughs> For stalker trout. <laughs> so, listen, it, you can lead a you got, horse. You know what I mean. <laughs> you down here in North Carolina now. You ain't got to worry about no bullshit fishing in the summer. Trout, we they still bite. You don't have to worry about nothing freezing over. You're gonna be able to make fishing content in the middle of December now. I promise you. When Swamp Rat, well, he's a bad example. He ain't gonna be there. But while Bill's up there and wherever he <laughs> is in like Vermont or Quebec or something. Quebec. Fishing, trying to you know, do some tackle bullshit in his garage because he yep, can't fish. Yep. Ramon, we in North Carolina now. We're going to catch fish year-round. Oh, man, yep. I've already planned the year. Yeah. You don't have to take a March video and break it out into 100 different episodes. You, you're going to be live, almost semi-live. Listen, and Paul has so much footage. It's in the cloud, but he has so much footage. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's the other thing with the education part. When Gene Jensen started doing, I think it was a couple years ago or last year, he started doing a lot of uh, competition kayak fishing, and he was putting those videos out there. After one season, he came back on and said, y'all won't be seeing any more competition videos. I want to get back to showing y'all how to fish and do that. You know why? Because he realized that she's giving away the secret sauce. No, 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 no. People weren't watching it. His views dropped oh, really? immensely when he got wow. off of an educational and went to entertainment, basically. Mm-hmm. Dropped. Well, like, he was, all he was doing was fishing. Yeah. That's all he was doing. When he was fishing, doing a competition, he was fishing, he was catching fish, he was measuring yeah. fish, and throwing them back. Like, there's only a few people that are really excelling in that arena mm-hmm. with competition fishing. Greg Blanchard, Christine Fisher, the two... Yep. I would say, I mean, there's probably a couple I'm forgetting, but from the kayak. No, but those are the big ones from a kayak. Those, those are the, the big are ones. really, like, that's the majority of their videos. Greg, now, Greg's, he's a little bit different, but Christine's, all, that's most of her videos. But when, when Gene Jensen did that, he was like, I'm not doing these videos anymore. <laughs> and I think he even referenced the view, views on it. But he yep. got back to what may get, got him to 600,000 subs was going back and, and going out and fishing and talking strategy and mm-hmm. technique and lure choice and showing people how and where. And, you know, he was just fishing. He might only catch one or two fish, but it was it was him actually telling what he's doing and doing it. So, I mean, he, there was – He's one of the big ones when I first started. Between him and Nick the Informative Fisherman, I would watch yeah. those two – religiously all the way through to learn bass fishing because they broke it down. There's plenty of Gene's videos where he doesn't even catch a fish yeah. and it was still like 15 minutes well spent. Yeah. All right. So we talked about what we like. What uh, don't want, we do? I want to go around the horn here. Uh, Cause we're getting up on my one hour time limit. Uh, I turned into a pumpkin, but I want uh, I'll start first and then we'll go Ramon and then we'll end it with Paul. I want your number one. Uh, hated practice on social media. You're, you're, you're cream. You're the thing you really shouldn't do. So I'll start. And this is mine. This just came out. I know it hit some guys at hook set. I know it hit the real accountant, friend of the show, former guest. Uh, do not, if you start a YouTube page, 
start spamming people's inboxes, asking them to send you a picture of them subbing to your account. One, it sounds rude. Uh, it's not a very, uh, usually like a sub for sub thing isn't really a good idea to begin yeah. with. Follow up uh, follow Tuesdays, baby. Yeah, so none of that stuff's really good, but also it just makes you look like a huge jackass and twat. So please don't do that. Ramon, what do you got, brother? All right, this is going to hit all of the social media channels, including YouTube. Don't complain about the algorithm. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Look, here, bitches here. don't know nothing about. They can't spell fucking algorithm. I guarantee you, the majority of people on there have to. Look, they have to Google algorithm before they fucking put it on that post. I guarantee you, or autocorrects. These motherfuckers don't even know what an algorithm is. Man, you Holy triggered Paul. I would have never said that, but I swear to God, that shit makes. Like, I'm going to start commenting on those fucking posts about, bitch, you don't know what an algorithm is. <laughs> and if you do tell me, and if you're, you're right and I'm wrong, I'll admit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it is it is my biggest pet peeve because of one thing. The algorithm, its sole purpose is to make your viewing experience better. And if you are hit by the algorithm, <laughs> guess what that means? Your shit sucks. That means you're not hitting the audience like you were before. Right. Simple as that. Adjust. Figure out what's hitting. Figure out what's not. Trim the rest if you're okay with doing that. That's the caveat. If you, if the videos that are not or the posts that are not performing well are stuff that you love to do, keep doing it. Keep All it out there. But don't complain about the algorithm, how you're not growing as fast as you were before, you're not getting as much engagement. The algorithm is there for one thing, and it's not to grow your brand. It's to keep people in the app or in the platform engaged and entertained. If you're not doing that, if you're not, that means you're not providing the same value you were before. It happens. It's a pain in the butt when it does, but you really got to sit back and think what can I do different now? What is working now and still aligns with what you want to do? If you were trying to build a brand. Well, you know, if we're putting out content, then obviously Mm -hmm. we're probably following a lot of the same people in that demographic. So what's coming up on my feeds that I need to be emulating. I mean, let's, let's be real. If I mean, put your spin on it, but yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you put your spin on it, and it goes back to um, unboxings and all that shit. What's pop- but it's but again, are you looking? Do you want followers and views, mm-hmm. or do you just right. want to put shit out that you enjoy and that maybe a handful of the people enjoy? Exactly. But longevity has a lot to do with it too. I mean, if you put put the same content out for ten years, there's a good chance you're going to create a very large following. Isn't that right, Ramon? Exactly. With uh, with uh, Alex, right? Alex Rudd, exactly. right? Exactly. I mean, if you're going like, to call me out for Mike Iaconelli, I'm going to call you out for Alex. Look, look, the thing is, if you're going to like, just don't, and he's not the only one who does it. He's not the only one. He's not. We both not. know it. There's, there's what? Just like whenever it happens you, and you can see it, you'll see it on people's Instagram stories. When it does Fall happen, fishing. It, it's like, you know, is anybody like you'll see things like, is anybody else getting impacted stuff, yeah. by the algorithm? Let's talk. Know. Let's figure it out. 
and 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 there's more than that. Like this algorithm, like it, it started hitting really crazy like the past month, and I saw it, and I reached out to a few, and I'm like, hey, school just started. Mm-hmm. You know, our main demos are in within a certain age demographic, and a big chunk of that goes to school, either or are related to school. They they're teachers, they're students, or they're parents who are taking their kids to school and just don't have the same amount of time that they did before. Yep. And it's, it's knowing that seasonality, knowing that stuff. The algorithm is, isn't, isn't there to help grow your brand. The algorithm is to help people or is to entertain people and to keep people on the app. So just figure out what it is. If it aligns with you, great. If it doesn't, then that's where you got to kind of decide, do I want to go with the trends and start doing trendy stuff or do I want to stick core to my audience? My thing is, like, like I said, like we said earlier, if I made skits, I would be growing a lot faster. Mm-hmm. because it's trendy it's how you get views it's what happens and if but i don't and so i stick to to what i want to be doing what i enjoy doing and what's what makes sense for my brand i'll tell you right now my main target audience is actually not alex or paul it's people who want to learn how to fish and want to learn how to hunt that's my main audience everybody mm-hmm. else is the, my second audience is everyone who likes to do outdoor stuff and find some kind of entertainment for me going out and not catching fish and screwing up and stuff like that. Because (laughs) it's real. And because they're walking the same journey you're walking. Exactly. So yes. So it's relatable. It's very Mm -hmm. relatable, but I'll tell you right this. You say that if you went and did skits, your channel would have more viewers. Not if you fucking suck at skits. Oh, true. A hundred percent. You gotta be good at it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, knowing your role. That's a good point. Actually, that's a good point. Like, if you're garbage at some of these trends. If you're making shitty skits, your viewership's probably gonna go down because they're like, this dude, what the... Ramon's on drugs. Pretty much. I think he's drinking White Claw with Alex and Paul. And, you know, we no longer want to do this. But, again, it comes down to people are learning from you and it's the same journey they're they're walking. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's there's a lot. Again, I think it goes back to that educational part where you're getting yeah. people yep. that come to you because it's it's real. First of all, it's real. They they feel that connection, but then they can also be like, well, shit, you know, damn, I did the same thing last week, and you know, I mean, it takes a lot for people to put exactly. themselves out on social media. Like, yeah. And, and 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 we're kind of going on a tangent here, but the number of times that I've had someone either comment or message me saying you only catch dinks or you suck. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, thanks. You want to help me out? I know. This. Right. I know. Like I literally said <clears throat> it, it, the other day, man, I'm a really bad bass angler. I cannot catch a bass to save my life. And, and it's a hundred percent true this year. I think I've only caught like five, five bass. Yeah, but how many did you catch last year? Last year don't matter. No, no, he caught two. I caught two last year. That's an increase. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right? That's learning. But, but yeah, so, like, it goes to, like, you put yourself out there. You got to be prepared for those things. Oh, yeah. Prepared to to get criticized. And and so we'll go on to my part about what I don't like about it, and it's the comment section. And that brings up a good point, is people will criticize you – but they offer the majority of them offer no no constructive feedback. But also, you know, you go look 
they don't they they still have an R for their name Robert, and they have zero uh, videos posted. Right. They have like fifty comments. Like you know, it's just like they they Super they troll. got home from from McDonald's and sat down in their basement and was like, you know what, I'm going to go troll Ramon today because I've never picked up a fishing pole. Come so I mean, me. the the comment section and. You there's two ways to go about it. You can either troll them back, but you better be good at it because they're probably going to be able. They're already good at it if they made some silly ass stupid comment. So you either better be good at it back, or you just fucking ignore them. Or I mean, you wouldn't have this issue if you just promoted it on Fish Nation. You know what I mean? True. I just need to promote it on Fish Nation. Look, have y'all seen? The comments I make on any post I have when they start put, I know it's bots. I don't care. I write some silly ass bullshit back. The only time Everybody Paul actually gives home. like solid written content is him <laughs> shitting on a Fish Nation bot. He shines in the comment section. <laughs> I mean, it's it's ridiculous how they how it it comes up. But I respond back one day. Somebody's gonna read that shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, bitch, what are you talking about? But yeah, no, like, now it's the, the comment section. I will. I would be willing to bet that there's a there's a handful and a half of folks who quit posting shit on YouTube and Instagram because somebody because their comments probably got you know run over by some re, some idiots. I mean, I'd be willing to bet. I think there's a large group. I I think, actually, it's probably a larger group than if you listen to, and this is coming from our perspective, uh, I know you follow the real M angling. Like, thank God we're not women on these social media platforms. I wish, if if there's any, look at all of us. We're like, and and I don't know if we have any women listening. Uh, If we do, I'm sorry. Like, that's got to suck. I don't know how to make it better. Like, I try to not be a dirtbag, and I expect the people that I associate not to be dirtbags. I can't stop them all. But uh, it is just, uh, I feel really bad because it's. Listen, I can tell you one thing. They have thicker skin than us because there are dudes who you will comment. They'll be like, here's my PB, and someone will be like, dink. And they will be so upset about that. Yeah, and it's nothing compared to what they get. It's it's like it's terrible. It's insane. People All right, so I think we ran over. So we said, it. get well, out there. We we got we got ten more minutes. No, we don't. So we did. Uh, <laughs> so I just opened another. That's pop- your fault. We were supposed to be I, done ten minutes ago. I just opened another truly popsicle. And it's then limited. get unruly and drink the truly. Hello. All right, so so we went with get out there. Make sure to plan what you want to do. Stick with what you want to do. Uh, don't be a twat. Uh, don't bitch about the algorithm. And uh, don't be a douchebag in the comments. Yeah, don't. But everybody have, get out there. Listen, if you fun. want somebody, yeah, have fun with it. It's, again, I've met so many great folks doing YouTube and Instagram. Like, I'd hate for people to think that it's uh, full of, like, clout chasers because it's definitely not. So, And uh, thanks, Ramon, for coming on. Again, you guys. Follow him, Ramon Outdoors, on YouTube and Instagram. He's also on uh, Farmers Only and LinkedIn, so make sure to get him all underneath that. Uh, what, Paul? What? I mean, I feel like we're skipping like the most 
enjoyable part of our whole podcast. What? Enjoyable part of our whole podcast. Were you talking about the rapid fire? Yeah, sandwiches and shit like that. Go back to episode one. But shit, my I don't think we did the sandwiches back in episode one. Yeah, but this wasn't you an did. interview. Listen, but you didn't. don't be turning the guest you around on me. You didn't start that shit to like episode four or five. Listen, here, look, we'll cut it short. I'll give you my number one sandwich protein. We're not cutting Number one sandwich protein. Number one. There's nothing else. I'm about to just like blow everybody's head off. (laughs) Ready? Yep. Brisket. Oh, good. Oh, that's that's really good grilling. Smoking. Alex, you're going to make me drive all the way up to New Jersey. (laughs) Ramon, thanks a lot for coming on, brother. I really appreciate it. We're definitely going to have to have you on again. Make sure everybody follows them. Uh, you guys are listening to this on Friday morning. If you are, make sure to tune in tonight, Friday the 10th at 8.30. We're going to have a bonus episode out, uh, and it's going to be a live stream with uh, all of the Hookset Hoodlums pro staff members that want to participate. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with good luck with that shit because Daryl's probably going to make a show. Yeah, Daryl's definitely going to be on the show. Uh, we're going to talk all fishing tactics. That'll probably last for probably about two minutes. And it'll be the normal set mayhem that we normally get into. So stay tuned for that. But uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Later, guys. Peace.